They want power and control so they can suppress critical thought, so they can suppress critical thinking, and so that you always have to be a sheep and follow the majority and do exactly what they say. In news that everybody knows about, um, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp went down for seven hours. Now, obviously this happens to companies that, you know, uh, how do you say, run on such a mass scale like Facebook, who have so many servers and so many routers and they work in so many countries. It's a big operation, so these things happen. And normally, I wouldn't bat an eye at something like this. It's happened to Amazon, it's happened to Apple, it's happened to major tech companies where the internet goes down or there's an issue with their operations. But it's very odd because recently on 60 Minutes, they ran a segment with a Facebook whistleblower discussing the damage that Facebook is causing to America in regards to division and misinformation. The information environment that is full of angry, hateful, polarizing content, it erodes our civic trust, it erodes our faith in each other, it erodes our ability to want to care for each other. The version of Facebook that exists today is tearing our societies apart and causing ethnic violence around the world. And, you know, what the whistleblower is saying is obvious. We already know that Facebook weaponizes, you know, divisive comments, hate spreads more than love on the internet, and Facebook just allows information to run wild because it serves a bottom line and they make their money. The problem is, is that this is a situation where after the outage, you're seeing a false flag running in real time. It gets even weirder when the same person who was on 60 Minutes discussing that Facebook, you know, weaponizes misinformation and allows divisiveness to spread was in Washington yesterday calling for more censorship on speech. Here's the clip. I also believe there needs to be a dedicated oversight body because right now the only people in the world who are trained to analyze these experiments, to understand what's happening inside of Facebook, are people who you know, grew up inside of Facebook or Pinterest or another social media company. And there needs to be a regulatory home where someone like me could do a tour of duty after working at a place like this and, and have a place to work on things like regulation, to bring that information out to the oversight boards that, that have the right to, to do oversight. A regulatory agency within the federal government. Yes. And people will say like, oh, Kelvis, you're, you know, you're being ridiculous. Uh, why would you say this is a false flag? You know, maybe she's just doing the right thing. Well, it seems odd to me that somebody who is a quote-unquote whistleblower, and the government hates whistleblowers because Julian Assange, Bradley Manning, and Edward Snowden were demonized, had to go to other countries, and literally escape from American prosecution and were never put in such a nice positive light in the American media, right? And then you have this lady who she goes on 60 Minutes. Two days later, she's in Washington discussing that we need to censor Facebook and censor speech even more or regulate Facebook and regulate speech even more. And it just so happens that this same woman is represented by Jen Paskey, who's the White House press secretary's PR firm. Now, this also gets weirder because Jen Paskey and the White House recently have had discussions about regulating speech and sit by stating that self-regulation does not work. Here's the clip. As we saw the, the revelations that came out in that interview, um, 
In our view, this is just the latest in a series of revelations about social media platforms uh, that make clear that self-regulation is not working. Uh, that's long been the president's view and been the view of this administration. Uh, they validate the significant concern that the president and lawmakers on both sides of the aisle have expressed about how social media giants operate and the power they've amassed. Uh, reports in recent weeks, and I think obviously the whistleblower was uh, came forward last night in the in the report, but about efforts to attract young users and negative effects on teenagers' mental health are certainly troubling. They're hardly isolated incidents. And so uh, our, uh, our effort is going to be continue to uh, support fundamental reforms, efforts to address these issues. Obviously, that would be up to the purview of Congress, but certainly uh, we view these as a continuing uh, in a series of revelations about the power of these platforms. It also doesn't help that recently the Biden administration was discussing with SMS carriers about um, reading your text message in regards to COVID-19 misinformation and the fact that the government and Facebook and many social media companies have actually created an organization to limit and discuss free speech and track it in terms of domestic terrorism. So what we're seeing is George Orwell's 1984 coming true. You have a situation where somebody who works at Facebook comes out of nowhere because they want to tackle free speech because they lost their close friend of 10 years to conspiracy theories. And now she's calling for a limitation of free speech, which is a White House talking point, right? And nobody finds this weird. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a false flag running in real time. And nobody understands it. And nobody wants to pay attention. Because what's going to happen, and I'm, this is a prediction, in the next coming weeks, is that you are going to see a ratcheting up about the discussion about COVID misinformation, conspiracy theories, um, you know, anti-government talk, anti-vax talk, anti-capitalist discussion. They're going to go rampant, rampant attacking these people. And just to give you the proof of how serious these calls for free speech or, or censorship are, is that you guys know Russell Brand. Russell Brand is an actor who, went, who you know, had drug issues, became sober, uh, essentially is now into spreading a message of positivity, love, and talking about political corruption. So Russell Brand has been covering anti-vaccination -va uh, and mandates and things like that. And the Daily Beast ran a smear article calling him a right-wing anti-vaxxer, when in reality, none of those videos ran those points. Even so much that just because he had certain right-wing people or conservative people on his talk show, they tried to say that he was right-wing and giving a voice to people on that side. So what you're seeing is, is that there's going to be a call for a limit of speech. And it's going to be the limit of speech of the people that they don't like. The people who are not on their side, who don't follow the science, the people who don't believe in all the ideologies that they discuss, and the people who criticize the very people in power. So please do yourselves a favor and pay attention because this is going to get worse. And the worst part about this is that they're just doing this out in the open. They don't care. They're ratcheting up the propaganda. They're ratcheting up you know, these discussions. They're going to keep pushing this because the point is they want power and control. They want power and control so they can suppress critical thought, so they can suppress critical thinking, and so that you always have to be a sheep and follow the majority and do exactly what they say.